Hello to you all and welcome to our Darling Town podcast, a monthly podcast where you can grab a coffee and join us to discuss what we love about our town, Darlington. We aim to highlight hidden gems within the area, whether they are businesses, walks, landmarks, things to do with the kids or visitor attractions. My name is Henry Carver and I'm joined here once again for our third podcast with my brother and co-host, Jim. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, very good, thank you. Very good. Good, good, good. Let's get straight into it. We made a pledge on our first, well, sorry, our last podcast. Um, Do you remember what that was? Uh, I can, yeah. It was to shop more local, to support local businesses. Mm. So how have you got on? Uh, well, I've, I've absolutely followed that through. I've um, I popped in to see uh, Amanda at Sew Fabrics. Absolutely incredible shop she's got. Um, packed the rafters full of all things fabric. Any any pattern you want, um, Amanda's your, your your person to go and visit. And that's on Northumberland Street. Um, so you're an avid sewer, are you? Are you a bit of haberdashery? <laughs> well, you know, I speak to a lot of homeowners, so uh, I would love to be able to pass on her details. And at least I can say I've been there now. Yeah. But uh, no, unfortunately, my sewing skills, um, yeah, aren't the best. What about Very yourself? Um, well, straight after the podcast, we had the uh, independence meet, mm. uh, which we had at um, the Posh Street Food Place on yeah. Skinnergate and Duke Street, yeah. which is brilliant. So organised by uh, the council, the town centre committee and Alex Nicholson. Yep. Uh, and there's probably about, was about 25, 30 independents yeah. there. It was a good turnout. We put a we put a picture on our social media, didn't we? It yeah. Was, um, yeah. Quite, uh, quite a, a good turnout. It so, was, yeah, good, good food, good company. Met quite a few new people, so yeah. that was that was enjoyable. Uh, following that, I'd popped in to see uh, to the new art gallery on Skinnergate. Yeah, uh, changes, changes, yeah, I've seen uh, which that. was absolutely fantastic. Really interesting. Uh, managed to buy a um, a painting of a barn owl, which Lovely. was painted by the sort of the owner of the gallery. Fab. Um, which so is, they do it all themselves, do they? All? Uh, yeah, they've got lots of guest artists in as well. Mm. Uh, they do sort of pottery classes, demonstrations. Um, there's loads of little gifts that you can get as well, stuff for less than a fiver. Um, but yeah, well worth uh, a trip in, I would say. Yeah, fabulous. I'll certainly make a visit. Um, and yeah, I also popped into Artichoke and met Lucy there. Um, lovely florist uh, plant shop. Um, the plan is to buy a few plants for the office because currently, uh, yeah, our past history of keeping real plants alive isn't the best. Um, I've, I've actually taken a few home and I've managed to save them. <laughs> so they've been in um, yeah, yeah, done well. a critical condition. Uh, the ivy's gone, but there's a, three others that I've managed to save. So yeah. Fabulous. Good, good, good. Uh, and you were limping on the way here as well. I saw you limping up the stairs. Uh, not limping, reason? just just a little bit slow <laughs> this morning. Yeah. yeah so uh, managed to do the York Half Marathon on Sunday, which yeah. was, yeah. Which and how was did good that fun. go? Yeah, good. Uh, smashed my PB by about four minutes. So, yeah, very, Amazing. very pleased with that. Amazing. So, a sub one hour 30 marathon, which is what an average of marathon. Sorry, half, half, yeah, got a world marathon. record. <laughs> half marathon. Yeah. So, no, really, really so pleased. So, what, what does that equate to in minutes per mile? Um, it was. Six fifty-two or something yeah, like that. I think that's my PB for one mile. So yeah, really well done. <laughs> um, and I've just come back from London yesterday. I spent um, a day down there yesterday, um, meeting with the Property Academy that we do, you know, every, every two months, which is fantastic uh, insight into what other agents are doing around the country. Um, but it was based in Chelsea, so I had a brilliant walk around Chelsea in South Kensington. Um, and I obviously, you know, doing what we do for a living, I, I had a look in a few agents' uh, windows when I was down there. Uh, the first thing that was, um, you know, jumped out at me was um, a, a flat to let 
for £4,000 per week, which equates to £208,000 per year. Yeah, I'll take it. Who who oh is buying or who is renting an apartment for two hundred and eight thousand pounds a year? Not me, that's for sure. Not me. <laughs> Quite incredible. Uh, and I also saw a six-bedroom top-floor apartment, which spanned the whole uh, the whole sort of width of a whole big uh, apartment block. Um, do you want to hazard the guess? A six-bedroom apartment. Five million. Yeah, double it and add, add some. 13 and a half million pounds uh, for an apartment in Chelsea. So, yeah, completely different world down there. Certainly opened my eyes. Um, but, yeah, very, very interesting indeed. Absolutely love walking around, taking pictures of people's houses. Probably got a few people wondering what on earth I was doing, but hey-ho, I'm a tourist, ultimately. Um, which leads us perfectly on to a listener request. Would you like to... Absolutely, yeah. Tell us a bit so more. some friends at the weekend who are avid podcast podcast listeners uh subscribers well, I, was, I was particularly yeah absolutely yeah I, I was, that's the only first and last podcast i've listened to i think fabulous uh, but they suggested um that we have some sort of local property knowledge trivia guessing mm-hmm. game uh, okay. so we thought that's a good idea and we'll give that a go today okay well i've, I've prepared one question uh for you all to have a think about for the listeners uh and of course we'll ask our guests oh wait Letting, letting everyone know the secret. Um, so uh, the, the the question is that I'd like to all to have a think about, and uh, yeah, if only this was live, because then you could certainly comment your answers. Um, what was the average selling price for properties in Darlington last year? Was it A, 124,739? Was it B, 166,154? Or was it C, 204,356. And I will reveal the answer at the end of this show. So, I mean, obviously you know the answer, so I'm not asking you. So moving on to our next section of this particular episode. It's only taken three episodes, but however, we have done it. We've got some guests to agree to come on to this podcast, uh, and I have the pleasure of saying that our guests today own a clothing boutique which has brought the best of fashion to the people of the northeast of England for the last 113 years. Set in the beautiful cobble streets of Darlington Town, this family uh, family-run fashion shop offers an alternative to the high street stores that have dominated the retail industry for far too long. A very warm welcome to John and Anne Coxon from Legs Fashion. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hello, Henry. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, 113 years. I know, we look well. Yes. I was going to say, you're not that old, are you? Come yes. on, that's... Yes. It's a bit of work. It's <laughs> yeah, very good. So, tell us how... Wait, my, my grandfather started the business, actually not here, but in Shildon, in 1911. Wow. Uh, a general family fashion store expanded to two units. Um, then my father took over, having, having done his time in, in war service. Um, and then I joined him in 1970. So I've been at it for 54 years now. Yep. And I love every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> and is, really it, is it always been? Is it always been a clothing store? Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. clothing store. Yeah. Very much the same stocks run on. It's obviously changed many times over the years. And, and our business in Dart and Legs, when we took over, it took it over in '72. So that was one of the expansions that I made when, when I joined the business. 
was actually a small stocking bar, which okay. sold simply tights and stockings. Right. In the days when ladies always wore them. And every weekend we would sell lots and lots on Friday afternoon for ladies going out Friday, Saturday night, because yeah. they always had to have a new pair on. Yeah. Um, so <clears> when did when did that change from selling so stockings? So it gradually to developed. We added uh, lingerie to that side. And then we started adding some separates. And then um, I suppose the, the general tenor of the fashion business changed so that in the, in the 90s in particular, tights were, were becoming a much more minor part of ladies' uh, attire. Uh, and, and we decided that we really had to be either a fashion store or, or a lingerie shop because we didn't have room at that time. Uh, we only used the downstairs, the ground floor. Um, <clears throat> so we decided to, to, to stock separates, fashion separates and fashion clothing exclusively. But we'd never actually changed the name. We, we, we wondered several times and we, we canvassed our, our, um, our staff, our relatives and goodness knows who. But, but we never actually changed the name. We never got around to changing. And now we're quite, Attached to it, I think, well, we and, and it, it has yeah. some has some business, <laughs> business yeah. some business kudos, I suppose. <laughs> Absolutely, without a doubt. Yeah. So, was it, did it start off called Legs in? So it was the, the business that Foxes. I took over in seventy two was an established uh, stocking business called Foxes. Legs. Okay. So there was a small double entendre on the name Legs. Yeah. Because it was legwear. Yeah. Um, and did you? And, and, and my grandfather started the business called Coxons. Okay. Which is my my surname yeah. still. So when you moved from Shildon, did you move into the premises you're in now? Oh, I already had it. You had it. No, okay. we, we we ran the two. We one, at one oh, point right, so in the two. in the 90s, we had uh, I think five shops. Yeah. So Bishop Auckland, um, Newton Aycliffe, Shildon, as well as Darlington. Yeah. And then we condensed them down to. We decided to the Darlington one. was the better. Was the place, mm. yeah. Was the place to be. Absolutely. Was the place to We'd be. We completely agree. Yeah. Darlington certainly had the biggest and the brightest future. Yeah. Um, and, when, and we now live here as well, of course. Absolutely. And when, when did you join uh, forces, Anne? Um, well, I've worked in, in the shop for, oh gosh, 30-something years. But we've been together um, 20 Four years. Right. <laughs> There's a roughly, story in that roughly, somewhere. Roughly, six, roughly, roughly. I make it 26, but then... The, the, the listeners would like me to ask this on their behalf. Can you elaborate? So a few years after joining John, you obviously uh, struck up a relationship. A long time after. A long, a long time, time after. after. Yes. Yeah. A long time after. Yeah, fab. And Anne came as manager for our Bishop Auckland store, yeah. uh, which she did for several years. Before we fell in love, okay? There you go. There you go. <laughs> and the rest is history. And the rest is history. It was all very professional until it wasn't. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So you, you mentioned uh, before that you saw Darlington as a bright future, so you sort yeah. of um, honed your business in there. What, what did you see about Darlington? What was different to Darlington as opposed to the other locations? And I suppose how have you seen the high street in Darlington change in your kind of business, oh, business well, career? Well, all high streets have changed. Regardless of where <laughs> they are, they've changed. Um, and they've had to change. There, there isn't, you know, every business has had to evolve 
And if you don't evolve, then unfortunately you're going to die. Mm. It's as simple mm. as that. Yeah. Um, yours that, will have changed. Oh, there's no doubt at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, ours has changed since yeah. since COVID as well. Yeah. You know, working practices are uh, always and changing. And although a lot of people think, you know, the high streets have finished because of the internet, it's not. There are still a vast amount of people who love to have a mm. day out. You know, they do a bit of shopping, they go for coffee, they do a bit more shopping, they go for cocktails, you know. It, it, that's, that's a lovely day out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't do that on your phone. Yeah. No, you can't, you can't, you know, no. get a good feel for what you're no. buying either. You can have You know, it looks great shopping. on a model, but does it actually look good on yourself, you know? Trust me, trust me, <laughs> you, you know, things can look fabulous on a picture. Yeah. Because that's obviously the whole point of it. Fabulous, yes. I mean, I, I've bought things from pictures and, and opened the box and thought, ooh, maybe not. Yeah. That's not, Send it back. That's not quite what I thought it was. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, I did once buy a dress from a company that was absolutely amazing on a picture. And I thought, oh, my God, I have to have that dress. Yeah. Bought the dress. Sold everyone before they had even arrived on the picture. And when and it then turned up, it was just box. something completely different. I thought, no, I, I, no, 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 that has to go back. Mm. Uh, to, to, even to the extent that one guy even came in and said, no, I've bought it for a present and she loves it. And I said, no, she's going to hate you if you give her it. <laughs> and she would have done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> when you mentioned cocktails there, you pointed at John. Is there any particular reason? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm too mean to buy them, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) One of the other things I think that changed uh, town centres a lot has been the motor car. Um, I can remember starting in in the 70s and and we had customers who walked up the street every week. They came to the chemists, they came to, to our place, they came to the doctors and so on. But now, of course, people are mobile. They, they they move around so much more. Um, it, it's and, yeah, and, and it's nothing to go for a day out and, and into Leeds, yeah. wherever yeah. you can have a you can just go and people don't think anything of it now. Yeah. And it's effectively mean meant a, a concentration of, of of business into the better places, if you like. So whereas we used to do business in Shildon, and there would be similar businesses in Crook and Willington and. Fishburn and I don't know all, all the all the places around. They nearly all died out because of the motor car, and people are driving to somewhere that they they want to shop. And so Darlington, fortunately, has had a big enough conurbation to to attract that, and the, and has become in the northeast one of the major centres. So we've got uh, Newcastle, the Metro, uh, Middlesbrough. And then Darlington, and certainly a few years ago, it was then Sunderland, mm-hmm. because Sunderland was not as big a commercial centre as Darlington. So that was the reason we were attracted to it, of course, because it was still an important uh, local centre and market town. Yeah. Obviously, Darlington's got a lot of really strong independence. Mm, Lots, yeah, fabulous. Which, which is great. What, mm. what are your thoughts on sort of the town getting some more sort of bigger high street names to try and draw more people in. Anything that the town can get is wonderful. Mm. It's always going to enhance a town. But as much as people say, and they do, people 
people say all the time, you know, like, oh, but we haven't got this, but we haven't got that, we haven't got this. I get people who come from all over the country to our shop. Yeah. And when they come, even from Newcastle, they go, oh, we've got nothing. Yeah. It, you you become a bit familiar with what you've got. Yeah. And, and you don't appreciate it. It's a little bit like we live in Darlington and we are quite literally, you know, two hours from wonderful coastlines and wonderful countryside. But most people don't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two hours, are you walking? <laughs> <laughs> I drive very slowly. <laughs> Anne doesn't really have any idea how far these places go. She always sleeps in the car. She has a nap while you're driving. Guaranteed to be asleep. Wake me up when I'm there. supposed to know. She's the worst sat-nav around. Yeah, I did once go all the way to Berwick, coming home from Newcastle. Oh, very good. Wrong direction. I knew I was going in the wrong direction eventually. Yeah, signs for Scotland. And I had turned round. No, she once. did remember that whenever we were going anywhere in the north, it usually was A1 north. north. I lived yeah. in the yeah. north. Which is exactly what she followed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were a bit higher up than you thought you were. Well, I set out and I got so far, and then I thought, mm, I don't think this is right. I'll turn round. Yeah. So I did turn round, got back <coughs> to the same roundabout, and thought, no, I live in the north. Woof, off I went again. Mm. And I did get to Berwick and pulled in at a service station and asked the man there because I was starting to see signs for Edinburgh and thought, <laughs> Oops. Oh, well, a night out in Edinburgh, how bad can it be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, so my directions are not great, so maybe it's not two hours. <laughs> so t- talk to us about fashion. As you can see, we're two extremely fashionable oh, chaps extremely, here. Extremely, you see Henry's yeah. actually got his Crocs on under the table. Okay, yeah, well, unfortunately yeah, for you, they have become fairly fashionable now. Early, early adopters here, I tell you. But how oh, do you... Who, that, that worries me. If you're Crocs. an early adopter, that worries me. I, I'm not, I, I can't say I was, but... Are they pink? They're pink, oh, yeah. with white socks. They are pink. Crocs and socks. You know what I mean? Yeah. What can go wrong? But who, who is it in the business that keeps up to date with the sort of changing fashion trends and who does the buying, well, who does I, the sourcing? That's the thing. Ours is not so much... Uh, it's not high fashion. High fashion changes very, very, very swiftly. And the high street do high fashion. And they do it very well. Yeah. So f- and we can't compete <clears throat> with them. Can't compete with their prices. So be pure, purely style. for our listeners, what obviously I, we know exactly mm. what high fashion means, mm. but just assume that we didn't. What does high fashion mean? <laughs> well, high fashion is things that will, will, uh, young people will adopt and wear but it might last six weeks. So it's social, social media trends. Yeah, okay. it, it, yeah. You know, it can be a very, very short lifespan yeah. in high fashion. And that'll be expensive and to stop. And that's why we've got this throwaway fashion culture now, because people are buying things cheap and buying lots of it. Yeah. Ours is more um, style, fashion. It, it is fashion, but it's a stylish fashion. So you could buy something from us, and it can be in your wardrobe for five years. Yeah. And you can still wear it. Mm-hmm. Providing it fits. Providing it fits. <laughs> this is a problem I also have. But providing it fits, you could still wear it. Yeah. Because it's not gone out of style. Okay. So what sort and of what sort know, of age demographic do you have normally? What's your typical um, customer? Is it male, female? What kind of age? Is oh, it a mix? Well, we've obviously got a mix of, of 
of customers. Um, I would probably say our customer is somewhere within the ages of 25, 30 up. Because, you know, I had a lady in... Style never goes out of fashion. ...was 85. (laughs) Yeah. And she bought something. Yeah. So that's... You know, you, you, you could have somebody who is 20 and they could be an old 20. Yeah. You were an old 20, weren't you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> a tweed jacket with patches on. And, uh, <laughs> that was your style. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah well, elbow patches were very in at one point. Yeah, it was probably about 40 years before me. <laughs> but not when they were just repairs. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Good. Mm, and I'm interested regarding, um, obviously you mentioned a few challenges over the years. Is there anything yeah. more recently, sort of post-COVID, that you've had to overcome? Because that must have been a really difficult time for, for the Co- high street. COVID, COVID was a, a difficult time in that we, we, we worked particularly hard. We ended up we're being not used to surprisingly busy. <laughs> because as an independent, we were flexible enough to, to, to buy uh, what people needed. So they may have needed a new jogging suit or T-shirt or a pair of trainers in lockdown. They certainly didn't need what we, the bulk of our business is, which is beautiful dresses mm-hmm. or formal suits. Mm-hmm. Um, however, being independent, we, we were flexible enough, as I say, to, to, to stock those things which we continue to advertise which on Facebook Which also some of so our on. suppliers, Kevin John, who makes dresses, makes wonderful dresses, he had to adapt. Mm, no doubt. You know, he, he had to adapt. He had to find something he could make that people would, would want. want. To buy, of so he made hoodies and yeah. sweatshirts and, mm. you know, he had to do that. And, and we sold them. So, but also, I think we always knew that we had, um, we had a, a, a good customer base and we had loyal customers. Mm-hmm. I don't think we appreciated just how loyal the people of Darlington are. And my word, they were loyal. I mean, they they supported us the whole way through COVID. Brilliant. The whole way through. You know, even if they we were selling numbers to do raffles to, to they were getting clothes in for it, but they, even if they were just paying a fiver, yeah. they were supporting us. They mm. might have thought, well, this is not really very much. And if they couldn't do that, they were liking our posts. They were sharing our posts. We were supported so much. It was unbelievable, really. It was astounding how good the people of Darlington were. Fantastic. And when you talk about support as well, how do you sort of see the independents in Darlington supporting each other? I think the independent, well, hopefully they all support each other. I, I would much prefer the business to stay in Darlington. So if somebody comes to me and I haven't got what they want, if I can think of somebody else in Darlington who could help them, mm. I will send them there. Yeah. Mm. Because surely it is better to keep those people in Darlington. And if they find what they wanted, then next time they go shopping, they may come to us and find something. But they will come to Darlington. They'll come to Darlington, which is the important thing. Yes. You know, the more people who come to Darlington, the more business we all do. Absolutely. I suppose that's what this podcast is about, is to try and yeah, spread the word and 
And we are surrounded by fabulous independents. Absolutely. Mm. Whether yeah. they be, the, they, there are clothing independents, but there's like Bliss Gifts and the art shop. And yeah. There's wonderful cafes, mm. you know, Influence Cafe. They all are independent people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've, I've mentioned before you came on um, that I was down in London yesterday. I was speaking to quite a few people there um, who they visited Darlington once or twice um, through our network of sort of the, yeah. the property side of things. Yeah. Um, and they were just, yeah, they were amazed how nice it was. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. It's it a beautiful town. It's I mean, a we're, beautiful we're, town. we're there mm. in this, and it's a beautiful listed building that we operate from. Yeah. Um, and, 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 but I think at the moment there's, there's huge potential for independence, but I'm a little bit frustrated by the fact that there are not very many younger people um, coming to imitate us. I would be much happier if there were two or three more shops in in Darlington doing the sort of things we, we do, run by much younger people who are snapping at our heels and wanting a bit of our business. Yeah. Um, I would find that much more exciting and would would drive me on as well. Absolutely. Um, a bit of competition's a good thing. Oh, competition's it hurt. always a good thing. So you're talking about your building there, a listed building. I went in the first time for a long time, probably about two or three weeks ago, I couldn't believe how big it is. Oh, it keeps on going and going and going. Down. Yeah, <laughs> with list of building from, consent, I hope. With, oh, oh, God, oh, you, you, have, you have no idea. <laughs> from from the front, the, those people who haven't been in, I'd definitely recommend popping in to oh, have a look like around. The, yeah, it's, it's hard. Thank it you. It is because yes. you go upstairs into the men's section, you go to another room, and then another room, then a changing area, mm. then you've obviously got the, all the stock out the back and things, yeah. a secret yeah, no, staircase, no. and all sorts. So. Um, yeah, it was well, yeah, it well is, worth it. It is something, it's a of a, something of a rabbit warren because it's, it's a building which we've expanded, which yeah. was, was a, an, uh, an addition to the original tiny little shop at the front. Uh, we, we managed then to use all that. But then um, in the 90s, I think, we managed to buy another building uh, beyond again, which is the side of the car park to the rear. Um, and we joined them all together. Uh, and even used a bit of the uh, the yard in the back <laughs> to 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 join them. So we've got an interesting dog leg. So it actually makes the ground floor more interesting than a straightforward box, which so many mm. shops are. Mm. If we have this little dog leg in it, and we've got a we've got a, a show show wall effectively, which which attracts people, and then lo and behold, they can see into the next bit. Yeah. Um, so I suppose anyone who's got a a wedding to go to, or races to go we to, are the or, place. or proms, like <laughs> yeah, proms for things like that. Well, we don't do so much in the way of proms anymore. Yeah, we used to do a lot of prom. Um, but I saw on your social media, there's lots of hats arrived. Lots of hats. There we go. Lots of hats. <laughs> lots of hats. You have to have a hat these days. Go big or go home. It's <laughs> but the hats are fabulous. Say again, we the, there's a lady makes those. We sell them for her. So they're, they're not really ours, yeah. the hers. Yeah. But it's good for us because it works with what we sell. And gets people through the door, so hopefully. So if I'm selling a dress, it's much easier for me to put a hat on somebody's head and say, there you go. Yeah. Um, so it's fabulous. And she will then adapt and make hats to match different things. Brilliant. So it, it works. And where, where are they made, is she? She's not local, unfortunately. She's from Doncaster. Um but she comes 
every season has a look to see what the stock is. Yeah. Mm. Takes away some samples, then comes back with loads of hats to match. When you said not local, I was expecting you to say other side of the world or something. Oh, so no, Doncaster's no, not too no, bad, a couple no, of hours away. No, most of, the, most <laughs> well, of the if I'm driving, it's about seven hours. Well, yeah. <laughs> and with a few stops. And, and, a, and a detour. <laughs> if you go the right direction. Um, Doncaster is in the north. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, the ladies is UK. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, Kevin John's Halifax. So mm. Rebecca Rhodes is Leeds. Yeah. So a lot of my things are from not too far away. Not too far away. Yeah. Excellent. Which is great. Very good. Mm. So if you guys were to go out on a date or you were to head out shopping in town, where would you head to? What are the sorts of mm. bars or restaurants that you would oh. you would go we're, to? We're we're very fortunate where we are in Skinnegate because within about a hundred yards there are several interesting restaurants and, and we we often in fact we're planning an evening out on saturday night i think we're going to the imperial express mm. um but um there, there are you're not spoiled for choice are you really yeah there must There's be loads of at least six or seven within that area mm. that we use regularly yeah yeah so we are we are certainly spoiled for choice aren't we, we are. and uh, Imperial Express has been there a long, long time, hasn't a it? A long time. But like yeah. us, but yes. Very, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's very good. Yeah. And it's friendly. Yeah. And and I think you find that mm. when you go into a place. That's right. They, they, they are friendly. Mm. And yeah, um, the seats outside Imperial come, you know, a bit nice warmer weather. They're always Warmer full. weather. They're always mm. full. Yeah, never get a chance to sit in those. There you go. Alfresco <laughs> dining in Darlington. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, we, I, you know, Darlington's fabulous. Mm. I really do believe that. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. Yeah. So. 100% agree. 100% agree. I mean, <laughs> obviously, yeah, we're a bit biased, you know, living and, and working here as well. But um, Yeah, but, but hmm, I think so. You're probably right. We are biased. Mm. But I think if you... When you're working in a place as well mm. as living in a place, you do get to know the people. Mm -hmm. And if if the people are not nice, then you, mm. you wouldn't want to be there, would you? Correct. But but they are. And they, you know, I went out to the, to the bin the other day and there was an old man walking along the street looking in our window. And, and we had a little chat about how cold it was. But he was just out walking mm. and chatting. Yeah. And that's nice. Mm. Yeah, young, younger generation don't tend to do that anymore. They're looking at the phone. And yes, I was in London <clears throat> yesterday, as I mentioned a few times now. And I, I did f stop myself from looking at my phone mm. because I was like, well, why? I'm down here. Look up and actually, yeah. you know, see what there is. And, you know, you <laughs> were might... you making conversation with strangers on the tube? Um, no, I've been told and warned against that. It's no, not nothing to do, that. isn't it? Oh, that's that's We've drink. done that. We've done that on the underground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did have everybody night. introducing themselves. Once. Did. Got <laughs> <laughs> so in the carriage. Can you elaborate? Knew everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We'd had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> was the singing involved? <laughs> there was a bit of singing going on. But everybody did it. But everybody did introduce finally, themselves. Finally, and there was they people did. from all over the world. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, did, did you literally just stop so, everyone? Go right, everyone. Up you get. Yeah. Let's have a chat. No, no, they could sit down. I just went to them and said, "Who are you?" 
where are you from? <laughs> Brilliant. I went to London and they all... It's a bit like you're doing today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as I say, there was alcohol involved. Yeah. And they all... But they all joined in. Brilliant. They were a bit, of, you know, like shocked and maybe got off at the stop sooner than they would have done. Yeah. But they, <laughs> and they went back and told their family. You know, there was some strange woman on the, uh, on the tube tonight. But, you know, they were, they were fine. Excellent. Excellent. Fabulous. So how can how can the listeners support your business and support legs? What would you say? Have you got any promotions coming up? I think you've had a sale on so I'll far this year. Yeah, yeah, we, we did we, have a sale on your right. It's yeah. finished. We do it. Yeah, finished. Back to full <laughs> price now. <laughs> we 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 don't. Uh, our customers know that we do not do sales very often. Yeah. When we do a sale, we do a genuinely good sale. Yeah. yeah. But they know they've got to be quick. Yep. Yeah. Because it was actually our first you know, sale. I don't for like sales, so I, I've basically gone right. Okay, we want rid of it. Let's get rid of it. Yep, mm. it was our first sale for three years, um, and it lasted a week. So, wow. Yeah. So yeah. we don't like sales. Not, like not like other, <laughs> other, other other department stores and shops oh, where you only have a week where there's not a sale on. Yeah, I know. It's the other way around. It's isn't just it? awful, isn't it? Nobody mm. wants that. Yeah. You get bored <clears throat> of it, so it needs to be just done. If you want rid of something. Get rid of it. Yeah. Mm. Give somebody a bargain. Yeah. And Cle- move on. Clear some yeah. shelf space for other products. For some new stuff. Yeah. Lots of new stuff coming in. Yeah. Weddings and races seasons about to start. Absolutely. What What are your opening hours? Are you open sort of Saturdays and uh, Sundays? Oh, we're open seven days a week. Yeah. Uh, Mondays to Saturdays ten till five. Sundays eleven to four. Okay. And yeah. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. So how's the, sun, how's the right. Sunday trade? Good. Sundays are an Good. interesting thing, and, and nationally, of course, and and that's certainly it's something I believe strongly in. I think retailers should all be open on Sundays, full stop. Um, and we st- we opened in 1999 uh, as, a, as an experiment. It was a complete waste of time for a few months. Mm-hmm. We sat there and looked at each other. And wondered whether, but but I kept reading national statistics, and nationally, the biggest shopping day is Saturday. The second biggest shopping day is Sunday, mm-hmm. nationally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why was Darlington, or why were we in Darlington not doing any business on Sunday? Slowly, we are. Sunday's mm-hmm. is a good day for us. I mean, if and we had to often, post a day, it wouldn't be Sundays. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. often now not, like our, not our yeah. busiest day, but our second or third busiest day. Um, mm. People tend to come and spend money on Sundays. That sounds a strange it's a thing. It's shorter day. <clears throat> yeah. People mm-hmm. are not looking around on a Sunday. They look around during the week. Um, but they often bring their wives, girlfriends, mm. husbands, whatever, yeah. on Sunday and say, this is the thing I've been looking at. If do, you, do you think it looks good on me? Yeah, and if somebody's got mm. children... And they're doing sports on Saturdays. Yeah. You know, Sunday's the day that they maybe only have. Mm-hmm. They work all week. Yeah. Kids are doing sports on Saturday. Yeah. Sunday's the day. Right. I speak mm-hmm. to several independents who think who say to me, oh, we can't open Sundays. We, we wouldn't get a day off. I say to them, take a different day off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do believe that that potentially Sunday is the second but maybe I'll have day to get of the to week. The, get mm. to know that you are open and that you are open every yeah. Sunday. We're, we're, we're as, as, as Anne said, we are quite busy on Sunday and we're the only one in the street who open. Mm. 
There's nobody else open apart from a few restaurants. Yeah. Mm. I suppose it takes still, it takes time for people to realise that you are open. If, if you if you a bit sort of we'll open this one, not that one, then it doesn't work because if somebody comes and and you're closed, mm. then they go. Oh, they don't open Sundays. The same thing happened. So, used to happen when we did late night opening yeah. before Christmas. People said, "Well, we're the going to open. Town. We're going to yeah. open three three times before Christmas," and then and then they would look at the results and say, "Well, the first one wasn't at all busy, so we won't open that one." Mm. But, <laughs> but the the bizarre thing, of course, is that it's the it's the opening one that shows people the way and and demonstrates that you are yeah. open, so you wouldn't do any business. But it means that the next one you might. Mm. But what happened was that people people decided to close that day so that then there was only two. And guess what happened? The mm. first one wasn't busy again. Mm. So then there was only one, and then it fizzled out again. Yeah. Mm. So. But the whole town has to be open for a late night. Mm. You, can't, you can't just have some people open yeah. on a late night. Yeah. If you go and shop in late night, you want everyone open. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. So there's no point if you're just going to be the only one or there's only going to be half a dozen. Hmm. It's a shame, I think, that Darton doesn't have uh, a late night, mm-hmm. for instance, uh, one night during the week, which, which which during the week is more convenient for those who are working. Because, mm-hmm. um, let's face it, many of us work Monday to, Monday to Friday, nine to five or whatever, mm-hmm. so that there isn't any opportunity to shop in Darton other than Saturday. Sundays, yeah. Um, half the independents are closed on Sundays anyway, so that limits it very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be, it would be nice to consider a late night shopping. But unfortunately, we, we, I've I've tried to drive it over the years and not got any impetus from. And now I'm driving. I'm staying at home. And now, and now my <laughs> wife's driving me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Very good. So what does the future hold for Legs Fashion? Oh, $6 million question, that one, isn't it, <laughs> really? Um, We're becoming becoming more and more uh, uh, occasion wear orientated. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, very, we're very excited by um, what's happening in, in, the, in the new season this year, you know, the races and the weddings and things. Uh, suiting de- department has been very, very buoyant um, surprisingly uh, on a historical basis when I joined the business Christmas was our busiest time of the year by far mm-hmm. absolutely colossal amount of business we did in December we don't know people are not going to occasions very much in December mm. um, not many weddings or, or there's no races and th- that sort of thing um, and we're not so much a gift shop anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, there are, and there are some brave souls who buy uh, the wives a dress for Christmas. Yeah, we do. We do sell uh, uh, <laughs> some <laughs> some of those. But it's it's, it's, it's been a complete yeah. turnaround. Um, Four-hour business. This will be why I got a picture frame one year for a birthday present. 
That's a good present, I think. There was nothing in it. Just, 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 picture frame. just the, 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 the paper that was always in a picture frame. I stood it up. A black and white big so paper. If I had got a picture frame with a beautiful picture. It could have been a picture of yourself, John, a self-portrait or something. You could imagine the world. <laughs> you could imagine the world. Uh, a picture, picture of family members. It was a metaphor. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a metaphor of creating memories. It was nearly a colour. <laughs> I did stand it up so everybody could see the beautiful picture frame. <laughs> Have you put a picture in it now? No. No, no, it's just still a picture frame. It's still a Excellent. Draw. Still a Which draw. I get out every now and again. But it's the thought that counts, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brilliant. Well I, well, I for one um, could probably sit here and chat for another couple of hours, to be honest with you. But um, unfortunately, <laughs> we we're going to have to... We do go on a bit, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, time, time does fly, and unfortunately, we're going to have to to wrap it up. Oh, um, oh, but I, I, for one, I know James will second this. Yeah, thank you very much indeed for being our very first guests on oh, Our welcome. Darling Town podcast. And uh, yeah, we, um, we've thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. Um, before you came into the room, we asked the listeners a question, and we'd oh. like to ask you it, see if you know the answer. Oh, gosh. Um, and that was the average house price of uh, within Darlington last year. Oh. So I've got options for you. I'm not going to just All make right, you pluck okay. a figure on, out of the air. So it's either 124739 166154 or $204,356. The whole of Darlington. Mm-hmm. Uh, the middle one. What do you think, John? I, 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 well, I'm going to agree, yes. Uh, Wise. Wise decision. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. It was uh, <laughs> one, 166,154. Which is not bad, is it, really? It's not yeah. bad because um, another statistic I mentioned before you came in was uh, I saw a flat advertised in London, in Chelsea, mm. for £208,000 rent mm. per year. Which yeah. is four thousand pounds a week. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. Isn't and that it? was an apartment. Yeah. It's crazy. So it puts it into perspective. It's crazy. We live it, in a lovely place. Absolutely. We live in a lovely yeah. place. Hundred percent. One of the things that that upsets me about um, you may not shut him up. I have to um, tell you. <laughs> shut me up. No, because well, I feel have it. You've got memory cards. We, we spend a whole podcast <laughs> about about retailing in in Darlington, and nobody's yet mentioned car parking. Oh, I love that car park. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other show. No, <laughs> okay, right. I'll be, I'll be quiet if uh, you want. No, no, I, I'm happy for you to say what you good want to flat, say. Uh, yeah. Good flat in, 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 in London and mm. a huge price and, and terrific. But if you, if you live somewhere like London, mm-hmm. you don't have a car. Mm. This flat won't have a garage. You won't. Mm. You, you know, even at that price. Probably won't. I bet, no. it, doesn't, I bet it doesn't have a mm. garage. Yeah, um, you don't have a car. You don't want mm. a car. Why would you want a car in London? It's mm. Just a for that price, thing. I'd want a car included. I think. Yeah. No, you might get a <laughs> with driver. a chauffeur. You might get <laughs> a driver included, but no. Yeah. <laughs> but out in the provinces in Darlington, when, where we're surrounded by this wonderful countryside mm. and, and places, we like our motor cars. Mm. Our personal transport is very necessary to us, and it's not something that. I, Think that our our planners consider sufficiently when they're considering our town centre. They do need to build in more and more cheap parking 
Yeah. It's mm. very, very necessary. And without it, we're going to continue to lose retailers to the suburbs, to, to the, which is a nonsense. Mm-hmm. Why have a shop at one side of a town when it could be in the middle, which is the, the nearest place for everybody to be? Mm-hmm. You know, but we've lost the food, uh, we've lost electricals, we've lost um, household linens and clothes and, and, and so on. They've gone mm-hmm. to to the suburbs. Um, the 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 needs to be Just more consideration <laughs> by the council to to car parking in the town centre. It's yeah. vital. Yeah. Well, I know, I know certainly future guests will, will echo those thoughts, I've no doubt at all. Um, and, uh, and yes, hopefully something is done to improve it, as, as you've quite rightly said. But let's end on the note that Darlington is marvellous. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed for Thank listening. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for asking us. Cheers. Cheers.